This is Justin Michael Williams, and welcome to the Kingdom Podcast. This is for everyone. All beliefs are welcome here. And so it doesn't matter if you call it God, spirit, the universe, crystal, science, or unicorns. You are welcome here. This is our moment to connect to something greater. This is our moment to remember how powerful we really are. Welcome to the kingdom. We begin each session with a prayer. Let's begin. Let us ground ourselves right here and now with our prayer. Hands over the heart. Close your eyes. And let's pray. And I want you to just first feel the web of connection. See if you can feel into the connection of all of us from all these points in the world here together in a space of love and hope and possibility and positivity and goodness. All of us coming together with our different backgrounds and beliefs and emotions and the things happening in our lives and coming to surrender them on the altar of love, to let it go. God, spirit, universe, all that is, all that ever has been, and all that ever will be, we thank you. Thank you for opening our hearts and our minds. Thank you for connecting us to one another. Thank you for this growing and blossoming community. May it continue to thrive and blossom and spread love and hope into our hearts and throughout the planet through each and every one of us. Thank you for our special guest today, Young Pueblo. Thank you for bringing us together in this space and for allowing us to have the awareness and presence to choose love. This is your moment now to welcome in your own personal prayer. I'll be silent for a moment. Set your intention. What do you need to let go of? And let's pray. God, spirit, universe, all that is, all that ever has been, and all that ever will be, we thank you. Thank you for opening our hearts and our minds. Let every word that is spoken today by me and our special guest and all of us in the chat box be used for the benefit of all. So it is. Ashe, aho, salam, amen, satnam, om, shalom. Thank you. Oh, and awen too. <laughs> thank you. 
Here we are, here we are at the kingdom. I love dropping into that space with all of you. I love anchoring into that space with all of you. It's just such a gift. It's such a gift. It's such a gift. And today's session in particular is called The Power of Letting Go. The Power of Letting Go. And I have an incredible guest with us today. And it's actually an interview that I recorded for New Year's Eve. And those of you who were on Manifest, you saw the little clips of interviews that I did. But for some of them, I actually put out the full length, like 20, 25 minute interview. And this one was one that was so special that I thought if I wait any longer, I'm not gonna be able to show this to you because it won't feel as relevant. And so now is the moment to hear this incredible interview with our brother, Young Pueblo. Diego is his name. And those of you who don't know Young Pueblo, you need to follow him online right now, like literally right now. Um, I'm gonna put his Instagram on the in the chat box. It's just his name, uh, Y-U-N-G-P-U-E-B-L-O. Oh wait, Young Pueblo. It's Young underscore Pueblo. I'm glad I looked that up. He has 1 million followers online, which is absolutely amazing. And he is, his words are a gift to us all. And it's really an honor to have him do interviews because he doesn't actually do that many of them. And he came and did something special for our community. And so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the interview for us and we're going to all be here in the space and I'll be with you all watching in the chat box. And as you're watching, this is what I want us to do. As you hear him or I say phrases that hit your heart, things that you're really wanting to remember, I want you to type them into the chat box, okay? Because we can anchor and try to remember those golden nuggets and those big takeaways. And if anybody says anything that you feel inspired by and you don't even wanna write it down, you just put your hands up, your little hands up or your chat box hands up or your smiley faces and we'll be able to move forward. But before we begin, I have one thing that actually, as I've been working on the 40 Days to Transformation program, something that I've been needing and wanting to lean into with you all as well. And so I have a little announcement that, to be honest with you, I was like kind of hesitant to make and then I listened to Spirit and I'm like, all right, I got it. So our community is growing in this incredible, beautiful way, but I feel the energy of the community wanting to grow more wanting to continue to expand. There's a little dog barking in the background, so just ignore that, my neighbor. And so the expansion of this community is, is really pressing through. And one of the things that I made a commitment to day one is that I wasn't gonna pass a donation bucket. I wasn't gonna ask you all to ever contribute to the kingdom in any kind of regular way. Like I wasn't gonna charge tickets tickets for it. It would always be a free gift to our community. And now as we're looking at expanding, um, we're looking at, okay, how do we get this message out to the world in a bigger way through PR or through marketing and through donors being able to come in and help subsidize the pricing that it costs to put this on and that it would cost to pay to get this out into the world. And so as we're here with thousands of us from all over the world, I'm just putting this out because I'm one sometimes that wants to try to not ask for help and figure it out. But I'll just say this is that if y'all know anybody who would 
be interested in supporting this beautiful community that we're building from all over the world and helping it to expand through donations, financially, through PR or through marketing, then uh, reach out to me and let me know. You have the email address. You can just reply to your automated emails that come in. Hello at justinmichaelwilliams.com. And there's no pressure or stress. This will always stay free to you. That is my promise to you. And I'm just looking at, all right, universe, you're ready to expand. Show us how to make it happen and give us the support. So we can set a prayer out into the universe that the exact support that we need shows up. And if you're listening and you feel like you're somebody who might be able to help and you feel that calling in your spirit or in your heart, just reach out to us and I love you. Okay, so without further ado, it's so funny saying that I like feel like that. You know when you're at church, you the preacher starts like asking for shit. I don't want to be that, <laughs> but but my spirit is telling me to, so I'm doing it, all right? I love you all so much. Without further ado, here is our very, very, very special interview with our brother, Young Pueblo, from our Voices of Hope series, Manifest 2021. Listen closely. To me, like if you want to live a better life, you have to understand that healing makes life smoother, right? The, ch the challenges are not going to stop. But if you can heal yourself, if you can decrease that tension in your mind, if you can deal with your old patterns or old traumas that you're carrying, then you're going to have this much more powerful ability to just be effective in your life in a way that you weren't before. Hey, this is Justin Michael Williams. And before you get started on watching this interview that I know you're excited to watch, I want to tell you that this interview series is a part of a special event that our community does that is totally free every year called Manifest New Year's Eve. Now, whether you're watching this close to the new year or not, listen carefully, because I want to give you this context. Every year at the end of the year, our community puts together this incredible event that helps you set your mission, vision, and goals for the year to come. And our theme is you don't get what you want in life. You get what you are. You get what you are. So it's about who you're becoming so that you can transform. And these interviews, this interview that you're about to watch was a part of that special event. And the best part is it's free and you can watch it anytime you want. So if you go to this website, manifestnye.com, you can see the full replay of our three hour masterclass featuring all of these incredible special guests like Young Pueblo, Dr. Tama, Dan Siegel, Sarah King, Sianna Sherman, Vanessa Inn, and more. And our community coming together so that we can actually transform our lives. And you'll get a special manifest workbook that will walk you through every single step of the process. And it's totally free. It's our gift to you. Because what we really believe is that no matter who you love, no matter how much money is in your bank account, no matter what your identity is, and no matter what color your skin is, we all deserve to live in the full abundance that is our birthright. And so it's a great honor to be on this journey with you and to present to you this interview from Manifest New Year's Eve. May you be well. 
Hey, everybody, this is Justin Michael Williams, and I am so excited and so honored to have with me today, Young Pueblo, Young Pueblo, Diego. I don't know what I'm supposed to call you because I call you D, but like, <laughs> all the things, man. I'm just super yeah. grateful to have you here with us today. Thank you for making time. Yeah, thank you so much, Justin. Um, you know, it's always so good getting a moment to, to really connect. So let's do it. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, you know, the context of, of the world right now is we're, we're in a really interesting context, which mm -hmm. is, I'm using that word to say the, the space that we're all put in. And it, it feels interesting to me that we're in this moment of the new year. And I look back at like some of those Instagram memes that I've seen that people are like, uh, 2020, none of this was in my vision board. You know, like I didn't plan any of this, like what's up? And so how do we look at planning the year ahead and stepping into the vision for what we want in our lives during this kind of a context that we're all placed inside of? What do you think? I think it's interesting. I mean, I even wanted to comment, like just listening to what you said, it's almost like um, the pandemic pulled the whole world out of its comfort zone, right? We've yeah. all just been pulled out and it's like, there's so many lessons. I mean, I've been asking myself this past month, trying to think about the year and the ways that I've been challenged and the ways my friends have been challenged. And there are a lot of lessons that we can bring with us into the next year. But I think one of the, the biggest ones is that you're a lot stronger than you think. And yeah. it's just almost as simple as that. Like the challenges have been countless, but people have really been rising and, you know, either through finding their own internal strength or finding strength in community, like watching all these mutual aid groups pop up and like meet community needs. Um, it's just been a powerful, powerful year. I think people are not only, you know, put into a situation where they have to reclaim their power, but they're finding out that there's a lot of liberation in that. And there's a lot of, um, just a lot more than just personal growth. It's almost like you're like profoundly reconnecting with, who you're meant to be. Yeah, yeah. That, that feels really important, I think, especially because, as you're saying, people are stronger than they think. I think we've had to grow in ways that we didn't even know that we would need to grow. And they're subtle ways, you know? Yeah, yeah. How I mean, have yeah. you... Go ahead. No, I was just thinking, like, everybody's plan, you know, everybody's plan got thrown out the window. So, and now <laughs> we're all we're all realizing that we can like activate our creativity and figure out, okay, what's my new route to success? Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that I love that you speak about so much in your writings and in your work is this feeling of non-attachment, right? Yeah. And being unattached to the outcomes that are coming in. And I think there's no time more important than now that we learn how to understand that practice. So. How do you think that relates to what we're stepping into as we go into 2021? I think one of the biggest things is like allowing that flexibility to be a part of your plan, because if you're too attached to how it's all going to play out in your mind, then you're not going to be able to deal with the, just like the random spontaneous changes that occur that make you, you know, that force you to switch it up. So being attached to like how things are going to play out it's much more important to like release that attachment, but then really connect with, okay, what's my real goal? What am I trying to accomplish? And just allowing that flexibility to give you that room to like be playful and, and just, you know, figure out how I'm going to get there and like 
connect with your strong determination and see like, okay, challenges are arising, but is this still worth my time? Is this still, still something I want to accomplish? And allowing that loose, um, almost that, that loose uh, goal orienting so that you can go out there, achieve what you want, but then not you know, not, not be too attached to what's going to happen. I think it just allows for so much less friction in the process because we create so much friction in our minds. And then quickly that becomes part of our lives when we want things to go. What do you mean by friction? What do you mean by friction? A friction? I think anytime that you're experiencing craving towards wanting things to be a certain way, that's friction. That's tension in your mind. That's making your mind heavy. That's decreasing the amount of creativity that you can access in the moment. And that friction quickly becomes, you know, it becomes interpersonal, right? Like when you're in close proximity with someone, especially during all these moments of quarantine, there are so many, right, times where egos are literally touching and, you know, pushing against each other and that'll cause friction to arise. Um, But that friction is decreased the more that you know yourself, the more that you're able to have personal compassion and then quickly you're going to be able to you know be a little more patient with the people around you so you know it's interesting because when you're talking about it and i get it right like let's not attach and the friction and then i can imagine people listening going like okay i get it but then when i come into this moment of like something that i really want or something that i was really looking forward to and then like it gets pulled out from underneath me like how do i then practice that like what do i have to turn to because it feels like sometimes we try to just in our minds say like okay i don't care i don't care i don't care i don't care it just it just turns into more friction so what do you do when or what do you recommend that we do i mean i'm glad that you brought it up because it's not right you can like mentally and intellectually orient yourself like oh right i shouldn't be attached i should be patient i should be compassionate but what's the reality in the subconscious of your mind you have all these habit patterns that are gearing you towards the opposite direction, towards having a lot of craving, having a lot of aversion, being fearful. So you need to, you know, especially when when you're talking about transforming your life, changing your life, I think the first and foremost thing that you, any individual needs to do is come in contact with that, what's actually happening in the subconscious. And the best way to do that is through having a real inner practice, right? Towards finding that type of meditation that's going to help you or even like, you know, finding a therapist that you really connect with. But if you're really able to build that self-awareness, that's the vehicle that you're going to use to break those old patterns. That's what's going to slow down that very quick chain of events in your mind so that you can see, oh, right, this is trying to pull me back into the past, but I'm not committed to that anymore. I want to actually develop new ways of dealing with these old situations. So to be able to do that, you know, you need to practice. So to me, like, if you want to live a better life, you have to understand that healing makes life smoother, right? The, ch- the challenges are not going to stop, but if you can heal yourself, if you can decrease that tension in your mind, if you can deal with your old patterns or old traumas that you're carrying, then you're going to have this much more powerful ability to just be effective in your life in a way that you weren't before. I love this. And, and you know, the, which the words that you just said right there, like that I want to finish with people is like healing makes your life smoother. Yeah. You know, that's like, that's such a, the way that you can unpack that for yourself in relation to you talking about friction 
smoother. You know, all of that, it, it relates so much. And I just am wondering, you know, how did you get on this path? Like, how did you end up, you know, somebody with your background and in that body, you know, end up on this path to help liberate yourself and so many other people? <laughs> this Ecuadorian body. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, it was the, I was tired of the friction, you know, I was tired of all the tension that I was causing myself. I was tired of having all these really terrible habits that I've de developed over time. And I knew that like enough was enough because I had hit my own personal rock bottom and I wanted to, like, I was just exhausted by it. I was exhausted by the suffering and I knew from the beginning, you know, the main thing that I was doing to myself at that time was that I was constantly lying to myself. I was constantly being mm. about my own like inner struggle, right? Because the moment that I would feel tension in my mind, I would run to pleasure and I would try to connect with pleasure so that I would have that sensation of pleasure on my body as opposed to the sensation of tension all over my body, right? So connecting with the reality that, okay, I'm chasing pleasure, I'm constantly lying to myself. That's what pushed me into, you know, just developing so, this sort of radical honesty with myself so that when I didn't feel good, I wouldn't run away from it. I would just try to be with it. And I basically did that for about a whole year before I um, started meditating Vipassana in the Esanguenka tradition. And that, you know, that technique, it's a really powerful technique that will just, you know, get you to the very root of all of these, you know, difficult patterns that you've been building over time and just will literally cut them at the very root of where the mind begins. Um, and that just made a world of a difference. Yeah. I, I love this because one of the things that I love, I love many things about you, but one of the things that I love most is that like you really practice what you teach and what you preach and what you write. Like it just is coming from such a deep place within. And I think about this, um, in relation to the, the conversation we just had a moment ago about the friction and when we're healing, everything becomes smoother. There was, I'm going to butcher it. So I apologize, but there was one, uh, of your posts of your prose moments that I have like repeated the essence of what it was so many times in my mind. And you know exactly which one I'm talking about. I think where it's something about like, you know, the healing is working when you have the same trigger, but mm -hmm. you don't have such a dramatic response right or you don't have the same response yeah that's the essential then, idea of that one yeah for sure yeah i know i'm saying the wrong words but, <laughs> right? but that's what i took from it you know that's what i took from it and um i'll see if i could find that for people to, to put it up and the the big message for me was that the healing and it helped me see all these moments in my life that wow, even though sometimes I'm still going through a hard time, or even though these triggers or these things are still in place, like I can actually see my progress in my healing yeah. through my check-ins with those triggers. And so they show up as almost like a gift to see where we are, you know? So how can you invite people, I think, into seeing the things that come up for them differently? Because so many people feel like they're failing if they don't change instantly and everything isn't right on the right track. Oh no, so that's, that's one of the problems that we have to pull the like deeply ingrained capitalist mindset out of the healing, right? Like you're not, you're not going to like profit maximize your healing. That's just not how it works. It's a very long-term slow process. And if you want to see, you know, but 
the mix of the mix of that, right? Like the opposite end of that is that when you do find a really good technique, you know it's for you because it does start giving you results. But even then, when you start getting results and you start noticing <clears throat> the decrease of the reaction, the decrease of the tension, there's still going to be that up and down. But to see those like dramatic sh life shifting, you know, changing changes, it does take time. And um, I mean, like I've been meditating. I started in 2012, and it's 2020 now, or 2021 soon. And um, I think the the best results that I've seen have been in the last two years. But you almost have to like build that fire for it to just become this like, you know, roaring blaze that can really burn away at all that ignorance that we're carrying inside, so that we can really um, make our self awareness powerful. That's amazing. I, I just see the the image of this flame. Yeah, building. we're literally just like burning away ignorance. You know, all of us have like our perspective is so narrow, so narrow. Yeah, man. And you know, as people are diving into their practices, I think one of the things that you really pinned for us that feels so aligned with everything that they will like I teach and that they'll have learned in the manifest program is that the internal work is actually what allows us to make our external world show up differently. Yeah. And especially like, I love the, um, the greater connection between manifesting and healing that wasn't really around before. Like I remember in 2014, when I first started like learning about that world, um, so much of it was around like, you know, visualizing and seeing that and all of that can be well and good. But the most important thing is like, you need to release all this tension that's inside of you. All of that are little blocks that you have. And the moment that you start releasing all these little blocks, you're going to be so much more capable of being like, oh, this is a goal I have. Now, how can I creatively and with determination figure out how I can get from this point to that point? And if you don't deal with that, all of this like stuff that's bundled up inside of you, then your creativity is going to be incredibly limited, you know, because you have to understand there's human habit and there's human nature. If your human habit, which is essentially all of your craving, all of your aversion, all of your fear, all of these sort of very limiting ideas, they're there, they have their use, they're there for your protection, but they're not going to help you thrive. And what happens to a lot of people when they deeply start healing themselves and they use some transformative technique, they then start unraveling, undoing, and really diving into that deconditioning process so that that natural human nature just starts bubbling up and like what's your human nature it's love it's compassion it's creativity it's this powerful ability to problem solve and that's happened to so many people and what's beautiful about it is that it happens to people even when they don't practice the same technique you know there that love in there is bubbling up inside of you but how are you going to let it shine right you got to get rid of all that very thick stuff at the top that's stopping you from being the best version of yourself Oh man. And, and so when, cause I think what I want to make sure we highlight for people is this human habit stuff. And this is the stuff that sometimes is sometimes obvious, sometimes not for us. Mm -hmm. And I think what we see so many people doing or have seen that's shifting, thankfully, is people love the light work, like the building, the light, the thinking positive, <laughs> the, you know, visioning and everything that you're saying. But what you're saying is there's another half of the equation, right? It's like, you have to build the light but we also have to look at the shadow. We also have to look at how oh, we're yeah. sabotaging ourselves. Right. Yeah. And, and, it's, right. and it's interesting because the mind, the mind does require a trajectory, right? When you want to give it a point 
for it to reach, you do need to like make an aspiration. Like this is what I want to happen. And then you'll work, right? You'll figure out a way to get there. But um, if you don't have that and you know, it's to be able to get there, you're gonna have to come across your inner blocks, right? Well, what's stopping me from getting there? Like, why am I not there right now? So being able to just meet yourself fully, wholly like that, then yeah, yeah the progress would be so much more faster. It's so big. What's your 2021 aspiration, Diego? Um, oh man, that's good. Uh, I think I just want to go big and meditating, man. Honestly, like and it's it's been the same kind of aspiration every year. But I, I really I love writing and I love um, you know just like talking to people and doing the type of um, writing and speaking that I do. But my number one thing by far is just going deeper in the meditation and specifically in the Buddha Dhamma. Like I've been learning so much from the Buddhist teachings. Like I really see him as like the most, like the most well-rounded psychologist of human history. Like he understood the mind so much more profoundly than anybody else. So I just try to just, you know, deepen my understanding of the teachings and then try to spend as much time as possible meditating. So I'm hoping to do a good number of courses in 2021 and um, and just grow, grow in my liberation because now's a great time to, to get it done. For people who want to start exploring and just like tap, tap into this tile of meditation that you're doing, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to pop yeah. into that? The best way, um, there's a website, it's called dhamma.org. So dhamma in the, in, as in the Pali word, um, not Sanskrit. So it's spelled D-H-A-M-M-A.org. And um, you, when you go there, that'll connect you to SN Goenka and the tradition of Sayadji Bakin. And um, they're both two Burmese men who uh, basically, you know, help spread the Buddhist teaching. And there are centers all over the world What's really special about those centers is that not only is the technique incredible, right? It can lead you to liberation, but um, it's also free. So, well, you know, you can go to silent 10 day courses where you can learn about the technique and like literally practice it. Um, it's, it's basically a, a giant um, 10 day guided meditation. And it's not okay. something that you can like, uh, you know, especially with that technique, you can't like learn it in a day or anything because as you're learning it, you're actually at the same time building qualities of the mind that can help you, you know, take your awareness to a whole nother level, take your equanimity to a whole nother level. So it's, um, it's incredible. Yeah. It's a, it's a great retreat and it's, um, it's profoundly helped me in my life and I really recommend it to people. Amazing. Amazing. You know, I think the last couple things I want to ask you in closing is just given COVID, you know, and the experience that so many of us have had, how do you recommend that we look at manifesting our visions for our lives and that aspiration differently this year than maybe we've done in the past, especially when people feel like they're so out of control, you know, or their visions didn't come true. Like, What is the one tip of like how we take this deeper? So, I mean, for me, I think one thing that I really want to like ingrain in myself is that the challenges are not going to stop coming, right? Really embracing the fact that change is always happening and that right now it's a pandemic, 
and we haven't experienced one of those before or the humanity hasn't experienced one of those in 100 years but that doesn't mean that some other challenge may not arise right we live this century the one that we're existing right now it's going to be a century of massive challenges massive especially if you study history if you study economics if you have you know look from climate to you know, food, water, like there are so many massive challenges that we collectively need to face, right? This isn't something that we can face. Um, we can't figure them out as individuals, but as a collective, as a as one human body. Um, so if you have personal individual goals that you want to achieve, be allow yourself to be flexible. Allow yourself to understand that the changes will come, right? Life is all ups and downs. But what you can change is your reaction to the ups and downs. So find your tool, connect with it, use it, you know, use it on a daily basis and deepen that inner work because then the challenges when they come, yeah, they may disrupt a little bit of your life, but you're at least going to have that mental clarity that's going to allow you to deal with it skillfully. Mm, this is so beautiful. You know, life is going to have its ups and downs and oh, yeah. what we can anchor into is how we respond and how we move up and down with it. And that's what I love, you know, about meditation and our inner work practices, because it anchors us into that space within us that is unshakable, you know, that's immovable yeah. and we can hold on tight to it. You know, Diego, I'm so thankful, man, that you are doing the work that you're doing, you, not even doing the work, that you are who you are, you know, in the world and you've allowed your human, <laughs> Thanks, your human nature, you know, your human nature to come and shine through. And uh, is there any last message that you want to leave with people today before we sign off? Um, one, yeah, I mean, honestly, you're so kind. I'm, I'm just trying my best like everybody else. Like, and there's a lot. It's amazing how, um, and that might be the last piece of advice, like cut yourself some slack. Like understand that when you start developing your self-awareness, what is self-awareness? Self-awareness is a mental microscope. You're literally making this powerful microscope so that you can see your mental movements and when you start seeing yourself very clearly you start realizing like whoa like you know actually there's a lot of parts about myself that i don't like that you didn't quite see before so just be cool you know like understand that you're sharpening your self-awareness but not so that you beat yourself up just so that you give yourself new opportunities to behave in new ways so when you start, you know, and that happens, you know, it's, it's a funny thing that happens to a lot of meditators who will go away to like long retreats and then they come out and they're like, whoa, like I saw a lot of my behaviors now that I didn't see before. And I, I you know, I wish I don't, I don't, um, I don't want to continue them. But yeah. then you just have to be gentle, right? Because you're like on this path and it's a long journey. But just understand that the first step in changing is seeing yourself. Then, mm -hmm. you know, the magic happens. Ah. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Really grateful for you. Yeah. And for everybody watching, thank you for taking the time out of your days and your lives. I know, you know, having our voices in your ears with all the things that you have that you could be doing right now is an honor and a privilege that we don't take for granted. If you want to see more of this conversation and more interviews with other incredible leaders who are here to inspire you for the new year, just go to justinmichaelwilliams.com and you can see it all on the blog. We're grateful, we thank you, and we wish you a happy new year. Hey, <laughs> oh my gosh, everybody. What a gift. 
what a gift, what a gift, what a gift, what a gift is Young Pueblo, right? Such an absolute gift. I am so grateful to be able to play that interview for you all today um, because I think there were a lot, truly, a lot of really big takeaways. And so as we kind of anchor into that space, I want you to place your hands over your heart and Sari, I want you to call back in now so that we can have you serenade us to close. But I am really feeling into all the things that Diego said, that Young Pueblo said. And I want you to think of if you can just in your own words, think of one golden nugget that you want to take away from this experience today. One golden nugget. What would it be? If there was one thing that you could take away from this experience, what would it be? And just, this is an important part of what we do at the kingdom every week because we give you a lot of information, but you have to decide what is that one thing that you're gonna anchor into your heart. This is your golden nugget. And then our commitment and our promise to ourselves is not just to keep this golden nugget to ourselves, but to actually spread that golden nugget and share it with someone that we love and share it with someone that we love. And so this is your contribution to how you become a ripple of change out into the world is sharing the golden nugget with somebody that you love and care about. So go ahead and open your eyes now. And I invite you to type into the chat box your golden nuggets and then make that commitment. This is our only commitment for your action today is to make that commitment to spread and share it with someone you love, whether it's texting someone about it, whether it's posting something about it on social media, whether it's going back and listening to the recording and posting a little clip for people to see, whatever it is that is your way of spreading this message of hope and love, because it's not just about me. And it's not just about Diego. It's not just about Shelly. It's not just about anybody. One of the biggest things that I learned from Shelly, who was our guest from last week, <clears throat> Shelly Tegelski, a great friend of mine, is that it's about us empowering one another to liberate other people. And so that's my commitment and my promise to you all always. It's like, I will always try to push us in the direction of waking up our own personal power so that we can all liberate the world. And um, I did the thing, you all, so I, I don't know if you saw it in the chat box, but I did the thing. Okay, like literally, like immediately when we were in it, somebody's like, I felt myself being resistant to creating a donation thing and trying to make lots of steps, like email Alex and do this and that. I said, Justin, put up the damn page. So here it is. I'm putting it in the chat box for you all. For anybody who wants to contribute to the kingdom, I can't believe I'm even doing this. And, and more specifically, you know, really, if you know any companies or organizations or people who work in marketing or PR, um, who want to make a bigger, you know, contribution to help fund that mission. My mission, I just want to let you all know, I've, I've never said this out loud. My mission is to have 100,000 people on the kingdom by the end of 2021. And for us to be doing some big live events as soon as the world opens up again. And for that to be accessible to everyone no matter what color your skin is, no matter how much money you have, so that we can spread this message of healing and love throughout the world. So let's make it happen. I'm putting the link in the chat box for all of you. And uh, I love you. So 
I just want to take a second now to read some of the beautiful comments that you all have as your golden nuggets. And I want you to promise to send those out. And then Sari is going to come back up. She just like zoomed back up here from the chat box. I see her right now in my little back end. Sari, I'll, I'll bring you on in just a moment. And I'm going to read some of these beautiful things. And actually, Sari, as I'm looking for some of these to read, I'm going to, I'm going to invite you up. And there you are, my dear. Hello. <laughs> Let me actually, there we go. So I would love to just have any reflections from you on today's session. You're here with us almost every week, if not every week. And if there's anything you just want to share with the community right now as well, to have your voice be heard. Yeah, thank you. Um, what really struck me and just filled my heart was that idea of being very slow and gentle in this process of healing and this process of like spiritual practice and discipline and growing a, di a spiritual discipline. You know, I, the year before last 2019 was the first year that I meditated every single day. And, um, and I'd been meditating like off and on for like 10 years before that. And it's just been this gradual process. And I'm finally starting to like really sink into it and experience the benefits of it. Yeah. And even then it's not like I meditate and then like my whole day is glorious. It's more yeah. like if I don't meditate, I feel like crap, <laughs> but, um, you know, but just really being present and gentle with my, with my very slow process. And it's taken me. Well, that's, I'm recording an album right now. It's taken me 11 years to come back to music after having to do a lot of healing in my relationship with being a public musician and like being okay with that. I love, you know what I love? You know what I love? I, you are just an image for so many of us of how it is truly that we step past our fears, step past our trauma and step into our truth. And I love that you're recording this incredible new album. We had a chance to talk about it a little bit beforehand. And Sari's, so Sari's in Michigan, everybody, just so you all know. So we're, that's where we're like located in the planet. And she's in the middle of recording an album called The Holy Broken Heart. The Holy Broken Heart. It's so beautiful. And I'm going to put some links to Sari's website and her Instagram for those of you who want to follow and see more about her music and what she has going on. And I want to just read a few of your golden nuggets, and then Sari's going to take us out with a beautiful song that has been prepared for us. And so I'm putting Sari's info in the chat, and I'm just going to read some of your golden nuggets. Anna says, we create so much friction in our minds and our lives. We can decrease this tension with more self-compassion, self-awareness, and reducing our cravings for outcomes. That's humongous, Anna. That's humongous, humongous. And, you know, many of you all said the one that I think was big for people, like cut yourself some slack, right? <laughs> cut yourself some slack. And um, where's the other one? Uh, healing makes life smoother. Self-awareness, Allison, is a mental microscope. Beautiful. So many golden nuggets. Meditate, radical honesty, Shannon, decondition your human habits and tap into your human nature. You guys have so, you all have so many, so many, so many. Self-awareness is a lifelong process. And I think that's one of the things that you just got at, Sari, is, you know, be patient and keep at it. Because as we sit with the uncomfortable feelings, like Risa says here, 
you know, we actually start to feel through them. And it's by feeling that we reveal that we heal. Feeling, revealing, healing. If you don't start with the feeling part, you don't get to the rest of it. And we all know what I always say from Sheila Marie, what doesn't heal repeats. And to all of you here at the kingdom, I love you. I thank you. I honor you. Thank you for being here and holding this powerful, incredible, sacred space with us every week. Thank you for pushing me today, Wanda and everybody else. And we're all in here stepping into this together. And for those of you who are in the 40-day program, I'll see you tomorrow for our very, very special live session as we move into week two. And if you finished, make sure you post about it because I'm going to be reposting some people today. I love you all so much. Remember your magic. And remember that we rise together. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love for you to rate it or subscribe. But most importantly, to send this episode to a friend or to someone you love. The only way we're going to see change in this world is by each of us spreading messages of hope into the corners of the world where only you can reach. So send this today to someone who needs it. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. This is Justin Michael Williams, signing out. I love you, and I'll meet you right here in this special place in our next episode, where we rise together. Together.